Welcome back to another episode of Crushin' Lemons. Today we've got another mini-sode episode featuring my co-host and I, Allie, from Full Life Coaching, as we dive into another topic to help you turn your lemon moment into your very own lemonade. If you haven't listened to the first mini-sode episode, go do that right now because this is a follow-up episode to the first one where we talked about young professionals getting back into the workforce. So now it's time to sit back, relax, grab some lemonade, and join Allie and I as we sit down and talk about how you can turn your lemon moment into your very own lemonade. Well, everybody, welcome back to episode two of our mini-sode series. I've got Allie here with me from Full Life Coaching, and we are very excited to be back in 2021 with this new mini-sode series So if you guys listened to episode one, you know that we talked about kind of young professionals who may have lost their job due to the the pandemic and what were some ways to maybe cope with that experience and try to figure out what's next. And there's a lot of topics around this idea. So we wanted to come back for episode two to kind of touch on the you've overcome the initial loss and what's next. How can you put yourself back out there and maybe find a new opportunity for yourself? Um, so with that as kind of our goal and our topic, I will turn it over to Allie to just kind of start brainstorming some stuff. Awesome. Oh, this one's fun, Ryan. I love this one. It's like the perfect timing. We've got the new year and I don't know about you, but I, I think I know about you. This is very, this relates, I think, to both of us, um, this kind of getting back on your feet, knowing you and I both were impacted this past year in our jobs and um, I, I, I dive right into this. What I do with clients is kind of, uh, the word vision. So not to be all sort of fortune teller, like, but rather, you know, vision, especially as young professionals, I think we sometimes lack a very concrete sort of idea of what we want our lives to look and feel like. I don't know if you'd agree on that one. Oh, yeah, definitely trying to figure things out and not really knowing what it should look like. Half the time, I don't even consider myself an adult. (laughs) Well, and think about it. Like, think about this. So many young professionals, I I don't want to assume all right, but many go to college and they are asked to pick what they want to focus on. What degree do you want to get? What field of study are you interested in? That's probably the last time folks who have gone to college and pursued a degree have been asked this vision question without it being so directly asked, right? What's your vision? Oh, I want to be a graphic designer. Oh, I want to be an engineer. The That's probably the last time. And for me, that was 10 years ago. So even for young professionals or young adults like us who didn't go to college, jump straight into a job, fast forward five years later, 10 years later, might still be asking this question or finding themselves in a, in a routine of a job that might not feel as fulfilling. So you find this spot and that's where we're at. So I think the first step in all of this sort of getting back on your feet, getting out there is what is your vision? What is it you want to accomplish with your time? What kind of impact do you want to make for yourself and for others around you in your life. And I don't know, that's, it's a big question. It, I think it, it, it feels daunting again, because 
I myself have not been asked that for a decade. So I'm not sure if you agree with that, but that that is my number one step. And it's kind of this start big picture and work your way. Well, and I think that's a great kind of topic to start with that kind of gets overlooked, like you said, as you go on into your career, you're out of that potential college college space or out of high school, and you may not really think about it. You're just kind of a machine grinding through the motions of, okay, I've got a job, blah, blah, blah. This is what my life is going to be. Um, and through this whole pandemic, one thing that I know that I've kind of refocused on is, do I want to just do a job to do a job or have a job. Um, And I like your word vision. And hopefully some of these experiences can give people some new perspectives to refocus on maybe what their vision is rather than just going through the day-to-day actions of having a job. Well, and it's it, it goes right into this idea in coaching where so often we jump into action first versus the processing side of this. And I know the first episode was all about the grieving and really feeling out the, you know, the pain or the loss of a job and and whatnot. There's still processing, though, to be done after the grieving, whether that's determining your options, figuring out what blocks might be in your way still after the grieving has passed, you know, researching. Those are all things that we still need to process as people before diving into creating this action or this plan of what it is we want to pursue. Because I mean, take, I'll use myself as an example for a long time. It's taken me the last four years to realize how important mental and physical health is to my well-being as a human might not be the same for a lot of other folks, but for myself having pretty severe anxiety taking care of those two things is critical to the job, the 40 plus hour a week profession that I am spending my time doing. So naturally a coach or actually just got a job at a cycling studio are those things, right? I know, <laughs> cycling, cycle bar. Um, that, that was a little promo, a little push right there. But, um, but those are those are things that I think it's taken, like I said, three years to really realize this vision of, you know, what is my positive impact on the world? What does that look like? I, I need to be focusing on taking care of myself and making sure that I am good and so that I can support others. Um, I had someone else, too, not too long ago. Uh, she she realized that she calls herself now her vision statement is the gummy bear girl is what she calls it. But essentially what this is, it's it's kind of her inside joke with her husband and her vision is all about being this boho, fun and free mom who will just happily eat gummy bears in the passenger side of her car and laugh about it. And you know, it's coming from a place of she's she's kind of gone through this process of transitioning careers and she's moving towards this this boho, awesome mom woman that she wants to become. Um, so, yeah, it's it's like you said, do you just want a job to have a job or how do you want to remember your next career progression? You know, is it the gummy bear girl? Is it the cycling, you know, wellness person? Who Who is that person? And, and kind of reflecting on that, I know, so for me personally, when I was trying to figure out what was next, 
one thing that I, I strive for in finding a job or a way to make money is being able to kind of see the outcome. I like to have something kind of tangible or know what it is. Yeah. Um, so like even working for Disney, our, our byproduct was kind of happiness and joy. And you could walk into the theme parks and you could see that on the guests. And now that I'm doing kind of a small business making products and selling those to people, seeing the reaction and the tangible products I've been developing and selling kind of helps my vision and bring me joy as I'm doing this rather than me just doing this to make money. Yeah. Oh, totally. The amount of joy you created just by this one small idea for the holiday. I mean, it it's it's blown up. And that, I think, can translate into many different spaces, you know, depending on where you're at and what you're trying to figure out. Um, I think about, too, you know, when <laughs> when I was first let go, you know, there weren't things happening during my day. And that was really difficult. Like you said, it's the tangible stuff that sometimes we equate to fulfillment. But then as time was going on, as more and more things were starting to settle, I'll use cooking as an example. I have just totally fallen in love with being in my kitchen and cooking a brand new meal from scratch and having the time to be able to do it. Like how many of us can say that, you know, in their life, they've gotten to just enjoy cooking throughout the day while still working, you know, during this huge upheaval moment in your life. It's, it's, again, it goes back to this like perspective shift, right? I could look at it as, oh, well, I'm just taking care of my house and it's just what I have to do versus I get to make some new meals and I get to get creative with it and I'm going to play and, oh, I might make a video out of it. And you just, you kind of shift gears a little bit too, which I think, I think would be kind of this other step. I don't know if we'd call it, but the, going back to the original prompt of the steps to prepare yourself for getting out there is checking your perspective, getting, getting a check on, you know, how you're talking to yourself as you're interviewing as you're getting your resume put together, as you're practicing your interviewing skills and so on. Um, it's always that self-dialogue and how we're communicating those actions we're taking to ourselves. Are they in line with who we want to be? I, I think that all makes complete sense. And really kind of having that vision and then working towards uh, your new perspective on on getting ready to put yourself out there those are two really important steps, and I feel like both of us have been able to kind of move through that in our own ways, even though rather than go back to traditional corporate jobs, we've found a way to kind of use those to funnel our creativity into our own um, independent businesses. But for somebody who's looking to go back into maybe a traditional nine to five or a corporate job, and there's nothing wrong with that. Some people prefer the stability and the, the schedule behind it. But use that vision and that perspective to help you maybe identify um, the type of employer you want to work for, maybe the industry you want to go into, um, and use those as kind of your guide to help you figure out what is best for you in your next steps. You always get these like, you're so good at summing it up, Brian. I, I bring in a lot of the fluff. I hope the the <laughs> listeners don't mind the fluff stuff, but I think it's it's very well put of you put in this work and you put in these thoughts 
so that you can make better judgment calls for whatever is to come next. And you can feel more confident in the choices that you're making because you've thought them out, because you've taken the time to really process and digest how these different choices can make an impact on your future. Absolutely. Thanks for the summary. <laughs> and like we, we've we talked about before, um, everybody goes in their own timeline. So don't think that if you're if you've gone through your grieving, you're getting ready to put yourself back out there, find a new career, new job opportunity. Don't expect this to happen overnight and don't compare yourself to others. I, I know I've been guilty of that in the past, um, seeing other people jump right back in and me almost being jealous of, well, why did they get that job so quickly, so easily? Um, but maybe they haven't gone through that thought ahead of time like we just discussed. So again, take your time, find what's best for you. And it may not be the first, second, or even third position you interview for, um, but eventually you'll find the right match to feel fulfilled in what you're doing. Totally. I'll I'll say this one last sort of bit of advice or steps to really consider. Um, it's this human element to the process as well. There's someone who I know they, <laughs> they essentially got a job because they picked up a business card at a facility that they really loved um, going to. It was in this you know, like a Publix grocery store complex, and it was a shop in there. They took the business card home, sent an email to the general manager, and said, I really love what you do. I would love to learn more. That general manager said, absolutely, let's set up a call. And within a month, that person got a job and is now able to support themselves. And it's just a very, I guess little example of your words and your, I think, genuine curiosity are for people, for connecting with people can also go a really long way during the time of looking for a job or looking for something that will just tide you over. Um, And I, again, I know that making that decision for that person was, it's definitely a risk. Like you put yourself out there you and it's, it's not maybe the most comfortable thing for a lot of people, but to be able to do that and then get a job out of it just by having a conversation with another person is pretty remarkable. So that might be another just advice or, or consideration for folks out there who just don't really know where to turn or they're out of ideas with applying and doing the traditional submit a resume cover letter go try and have some conversations and see what places you're, you know, spending your time right now. And are those places maybe you'd see yourself working one day? And could you just say hello and start up a conversation? Just food for thought. I think that's a, a great tip and probably a good spot to kind of wrap up today's episode. We did a lot about talking about your vision and changing perspective and finding something fulfilling. And I liked how you wrapped it up with, Maybe don't look at the traditional way to get a job. There, there's a lot of other ways to make that human connection. And one of my mother's favorite sayings is, it's not always what you know, it's who you know. So knowing the right person and making those connections can make all the difference. I would put that, you know, behind a, a blowhorn or something. That That is 
Absolutely true. No matter where you go, no matter where you are. Well, with that, thank you guys for joining us for episode two of the Minisode series. Um, Allie, thank you for taking time out of your day. And we're excited to continue this series as we go forward. And again, if anybody's interested in having us talk about their specific situation, head over to crushinglemons.com slash submitmylemon. And we would be more than happy to address your lemon moment and hopefully help you turn it into lemonade. We'll talk to you guys soon. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.